0: team, it's Mon and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? We'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. A quick disclaimer here, guys no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hi, guys, welcome back to another How's Your Head episode. I'm so excited. You guys have been absolutely thrashing these lately. I don't know what it is. I mean, obviously you enjoy them, which is absolutely wonderful. But I feel like they're becoming more popular than my other episodes, which is awesome. I love the mental health stuff. Thank you guys so much for the continued support. Today I have Loz in the studio with me and Loz, you messaged me just yesterday yeah. and were like, I'm doing the 1000 steps yeah. and I just feel like I want to come on your podcast. And I was like, yes, like, let's do it. Let's go. And I'm so excited because you were like, great, I can come in tomorrow. I'm like, awesome. Cool. Let's get it sorted. I love it. If anyone else is thinking I would love to go on Mon's podcast, just message me. I say it all the time. And sometimes I do get people saying, hey, I'd love to come on, but honestly, just message me because I want Anyone and everyone. I think it's
1: fantastic. Loz, thank you so much for coming in today. How's your head? You're welcome. And I'm very, very excited. Yeah. It just kind of like popped into my head. I have no idea. And I'm very big on like things happen for a reason. You were like, oh, can you come in tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, I actually can. It's so strange. It <laughs> out so well. Yeah. Um, yeah, my head is probably like up and down. Like I'm okay. like I'm quite a like a positive person, I would like to think. Yeah. But like the past few months for me have been very like filled with change. And I guess like sometimes, like I'm very up and down, not in like a kind of abnormal way, I guess, but some days I'm like, yes, this is amazing. I'm where I'm meant to be. I'm doing all the things. And then other days it's, yeah, like not as fun. And you have the, like, what am I doing? You know, question everything. Where do I fit in kind of thing? Yeah. I think that's like a fairly normal experience. Yeah. So I guess when anyone does ask me that, I just want to try and like normalize that because I think as well like on you know like on Instagram and stuff I feel like there's a lot of mindset stuff out there right now where it's kind of almost like that toxic positivity oh my god this is so funny (laughs) sorry sorry sorry, I I I write
0: notes when I like and anyone who watches these episodes on YouTube will know that I type some things as we talk and like the thing I just typed was toxic positivity
1: (laughs) (laughs) so I'm like great we're on the same mindset there sorry continue no yeah yeah like I think it is it's big right and even I sometimes feel it when I'm like scrolling through being like you almost can't say hey I'm struggling or you know I just you know figure it out or whatever everyone seems healed Yes. (laughs) Yes. This <laughs> so true. I got here and now
0: I'm perfect. Yeah. And this is what you can do to be perfect too. And it's like, that's just not it. No, I
1: did a year of therapy and I'm fixed. Yep. And now I'm going to teach you how to be fixed. Yep. And I'm kind of like, I really want to like help people, but I'm also very open in saying like, the, I don't think there is a fixed or an end. Yeah. And it's like, just because you want to help other people doesn't mean you have to have it all figured out yourself.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love that that's what you are putting out there to the world because I think it's so important. It is. Being realistic about it. I mean, that's the point of these episodes as well as highlighting that everyone goes through things. Everyone's got their own shit. We all have something that we're dealing with, hopefully not all the time, but for some people that's the reality. And, you know, working out strategies and getting advice in that way is awesome. But that you know, you can fix your mental health is not necessarily the way to go about it, I don't think. And I think that's great that you're real about it. And we all do have our ups and downs. And, you know, I feel that, you know, Mm. I'm in here, which is awesome. And I say it all the time. I bloody love it. And some days I wake up and I'm like, oh, my God, should I be working full time? Like, should I be at school full time? I'm a teacher. Why am I at school full time? Mm. And I'm like, oh, man, but I've got all these dreams and aspirations and things that I want to do. And it's okay And it's all right to feel like that sometimes. But coming back to yourself and I guess, implementing those strategies that maybe you do learn through people potentially like you Mm. online who are realistic about it. And I know you recently moved- Yeah, so I mean I know you through my partner Stratos yeah (laughs) and so we've been friends for a few years through him and you've recently moved up to the Gold Coast which I think is something that's very very popular now for people in Melbourne to move up there maybe always like the weather is just better yeah um what made you do that how did you go with all of that how are you feeling are you settled in
1: yeah I guess like I've never been a cold person yeah I guess like I I feel like (laughs) People were going to want it to be, like, deeper than that. But literally, like, <laughs> I don't like being cold. Yeah. Um, every single Melbourne winter, I was like, I can't do this again. Yeah. Like, so dramatic. Fair enough. But I am big on kind of, like, the sun just, like, makes me feel better, right? And I also... I never felt like I, like, fully fitted in in Melbourne. Okay. Um, Like, I am big into, like, training and, you know, I go to bed really early and stuff. Like I don't know. I always just felt like I was kind of, like, swimming upstream mm-hmm. where, like, even in, like, friendship groups or whatever, maybe I wanted to, like, leave early and, like, train in the morning or, or whatever. And that yeah. wasn't kind of, like, the norm. I guess, like, it is in some places. But, yeah, I just always felt like I was maybe, like, 10% away from what is considered the norm in Melbourne and I I knew a couple of people in the Gold Coast like my coach and one of my best friends now actually he moved he's from Melbourne he escaped covid Like we all should have. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god. Because I'm getting out of here, going to the Gold Coast. I should have followed him. Jealous. Yeah. Um. But I went up and like stayed in his apartment in December for a few weeks whilst he was away and kind of I guess it was like a bit of a trial run. Like the opportunity just presented itself that I was able to go and do that. Um. I was working from up there and I don't know. I was maybe there for like 48 hours and I remember I was walking along the beach and it was like 4:30 in the morning and the sun was coming up and everyone was out. Like normally I'm the crazy person up at. 4.30 4.30 right in Melbourne everyone's like get back to bed it's yeah. the middle of the night whereas up <laughs> yeah. there it's kind of normal and I was yeah walking along the beach and I just like I remember like letting out this kind of like big breath and I was like oh like this feels like home yeah. like this feel, like I feel I just feel nice here right and so I just I finished the rest of that time and then came back to Melbourne I had a couple of other trips booked I did like a photo shoot up there so that was fun and every time I went back I just felt I was like this is where I kind of Need to be or want to be. I was ready for that next challenge as well. I guess like I'd I'd never lived anywhere apart from Victoria, and you know it's scary leaving like your comfort zone and your your close friends and you know where you know the people who you can call are and that kind of thing. And my lease was coming up at like the end of March, and it was kind of like, well, if not now, when? Yeah. And so I just made it happen I guess it wasn't that simple like I had I was very fortunate in the fact that like I did know a couple of people up there so they helped me you know like going to inspections and that kind of thing finding finding a place to live but yeah I just it was kind of like what's the next task to kind of like make it happen and then yeah it was because it was such a to-do list it almost happened in the way that like I was up there and I kind of blinked and it was I'd done it
0: Yeah. Wow. (laughs) You're like, wow, this is my life now. Great. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And uh, when I was up there, I think maybe like after a couple of weeks, I just don't think I gave myself time to think, oh, this might be hard. Okay. Yep. It was like, oh, you get to move to the Gold Coast. That's amazing. You and really like,
0: had that positive spin on it. and yes yeah. I mean, of course it's positive. It's it what you wanted positive, to do, right? But yeah. that doesn't mean that there's going to be things like life admin stuff that you're like, oh my God, this is killing me a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, that's always, I mean, comes with anything. Moving is big yeah. and it is challenging. Yeah. But that's awesome. I'm glad that it was, you know, a smooth experience. Uh, quite a quite Do you think it was like quite an easy transition for you in um, the end?
1: Well, I think that's what I mean in terms of like, I don't think I I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm very big on kind of if you want something, go and do it. Yeah. And so there was never a part of me that was didn't think that I would like take action. Yeah. But then when I, I did and kind of did the thing and then I was up there, I just don't think I expected it to be difficult and me to feel like out of place. Yeah. Which was, of course, like you look at it and you're like, yeah, of course that's going to happen. Yeah. But I just didn't really like consider it. And then when it did happen, like you get the feelings of, you know, loneliness or homesick. I don't, homesick. Yeah. yeah. Like things happen and you want that safety net and you do have moments of kind of like, did I do the right thing? Yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely like struggled with that at times. I'd say it's been like 80% positive and then like 20% of the days where you kind of feel a bit like your head spinning.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's big. It's a big change. It's a big thing to do, especially like I know you said, you know, people up there, but your community is Mm. down here. So it's like you're used to certain things and places and whatever else. I do love that point of Melbourne and Queensland are so different Mm. in the way of which I know people listening to that might be like, oh, heaps of people get up at you know, 5am and train and whatever else. And I'm like, that's 100% true. No Mm -hmm. matter where you go, there's going to be that community and those people. But I even remember going to Queensland when I was a bit younger and being like, wow, everyone really is up. Yeah. As soon as the sun is up, everyone's out or coming up. Everyone's out, everyone's on the beach, everyone's walking, running with their dogs, surfing, whatever it is. Like, it is a very active, sunny, beautiful mm-hmm. place to be. Yeah. And Melbourne is a bit of a party town, right? Like, it's m- yeah. renowned for late nights yeah. and going out to eat dinner really late and going to have a drink. And that's awesome, right? We love that as well. But. Yeah, it's just, it is different. And I think Queensland is a place that people go for that purpose. Mm. Like to be in that, and I know the weather is obviously the biggest thing there, like (laughs) to be in that sunshine. And it does, it makes you feel good. I think that's fantastic. Um, In terms of your mental health. So I feel like, I mean, we've known each other for a couple of years now. Mm. You are a very disciplined and like determined person. What do you do every day to help yourself mentally?
1: I journal a lot. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm like 100%, you know, every single day. Yeah. And it's not something that I have always done, but I do find that like writing things down can help me because I often describe my mind as like chaotic. Yeah. Um, like it can <laughs> yep. be a good kind of chaos or like a it's very messy. Something I write okay. down a lot is like, yeah, it's it feels messy today, like yeah. in my head because I am very... I got to do this. I got to do that. I want to do this. Blah blah blah. Like it's it, it runs at that pace that I'm
0: yep. speaking. There's no slow time. It's no just like, run run. Yep.
1: So cool. yeah, I guess like what is your strength can also be your weakness, right? I feel like the fact that my mind runs that fast is responsible for you know a lot of my achievements in life and that kind of thing. But it also can feel really really hectic. Yeah. Um. So being able to write it down just gives it some order I think and it gives you a space to like express what's going on there with no judgment I sometimes yep. even it's strange like I I will be writing things down and I can feel that I'm almost like writing it and not even being honest I'm like Lauren no one's reading this like just say whatever you want to say yeah so true but that is something that yeah that helps me is writing it down
0: yes I love that journaling is fantastic we talk about it a lot during these episodes and I I feel the same thing sometimes you're writing stuff and you're like Oh, I go. Oh my god, that's like a bit cringy. Mm. And I'm like, who? Can, like, yeah. actually, no one's reading it. I had a therapist once say to me, write in your journal as if no one's ever going to read it, mm. but then don't read it back. Mm. Like he was like, just don't read it back. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Just write what you need to write and never look at it again. Yeah. And then that judgment is gone because yeah. unfortunately, I think we probably do care yeah. a bit too much, right? Yeah. And maybe there is that like childhood thing of like, oh my god, what if someone finds my diary and like looks
1: at stuff. Like where do I get one of those ones like, that like password or like voice protected? Like oh,
0: I found one of mine the other day from when I was young. Actually, the other day this was honestly months ago. Yeah, um, so funny. Like yeah, you do put your deepest, darkest secrets in the locked box for sure, for sure. Uh, do you journal to prompts or anything, or do you generally just write what you're thinking at the time?
1: Some, I do both. Okay. So I'll tend to like at the start of the year and maybe like every kind of couple of months, I might go through some like questions in terms of like what's holding me back or what am I like afraid to admit to myself? What do I want my life to look like in six months, 12 months, that kind of thing? I would say that's more of like a almost like a self-audit or like a self-reflection. Yeah. Because otherwise the days just like pass you by and you're like, wait, is this actually what I want to be doing kind of thing? But then other days I will just write whatever kind of comes to mind. And yep. I think it's interesting that you said that your therapist told you not to read it back because I've actually, so like I saw a mindset coach last year when I was like going through some shit. And one of the things she actually got me to do was to read it back. Yeah. And so that helps me. It's not comfortable, but yeah. it kind of to read it back and sometimes to hear like painful things that you've been like, wow, like I was really struggling. Back it shows then. the growth, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's in another episode with Josh recently that I did. I was thinking as I was saying that it's so contradictive because I was like in that we talked about keeping these things so that you can look back on them mm. one day. I think not reading them back straight away is oh, probably yeah, no.
1: not the next <laughs> but day. In terms
0: of growth absolutely don't get rid of it necessarily mm. because you can like you said did you find that looking back you were like wow I've you know come from that and I've gotten through it and like you felt a sense of proudness, I guess, or?
1: I think it has two, like, it has two kind of experiences. I've looked, I've read them back and gone, yeah, like, wow, I've come a long way from that I've Mm -hmm. actually felt really like compassionate for like a past self I'm like wow I remember what that felt like and oh my god I almost wish I could kind of like give you a hug yeah but I also use it in a way where sometimes to be a bit this is gonna sound like harsh with myself in terms of like if you keep doing the same shit you're gonna end up back there yeah in terms of like relationships and stuff like that I'm like okay I can't still be journaling about this in another 12 months well it keeps
0: you accountable yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. I'm like I was
1: Writing about this six months ago, like pull your head in, do something different. Yeah, I don't like, want to
0: be writing about curse. it in another six months. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that is when reflection is so important. And this is something that I am so bad at sometimes. And Stratos is always like, Are you journaling? Have you journaled? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, no. He's no, like you're no, being a pain monger. He's like, you need pen. to go journal because your mind's going a million <laughs> miles per hour and I can't keep up with you. And I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. But it is something that you continually have to work oh, on. Oh, yeah. And like you said, you don't necessarily have to do it every single day if you do awesome that's Mm. great but yeah it is so important to Mm. be able to sit down and just be really real with yourself and yeah you know, talk to yourself in that way. I mean, you can do it out loud if you want, but I'm sure writing it down probably feels a little bit... it'll give you less little bit more weird normal. looks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can do that in a cafe without people being like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. So your job, you are a... Uh, so I work full-time yes. in banking. Yes. Um, I am like an app and automation designer, okay. I guess. Okay, yeah. I was like, I'm how not explain try it to try and... <laughs> No, it's okay. It's, it's very hard to explain. I yep. teach, Um, I learnt like a low-code system, like a Microsoft system, I and mean, I was like a developer kind of doing the building for people across the bank. Mm-hmm. But since Jan, I've moved into a new role, which is like I kind of teach that skill to other people across the business.
0: Okay, yeah. cool. That's really awesome. Yeah, And you have a passion for health and fitness. You've got your degree in exercise Physiology,
1: Uh, exercise science. Oh, me too. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Cool. I did like most of the masters, like the ex phys masters. Um, but I gave that away during COVID. Yeah, because I yeah, and that's when I kind of like made the shift into banking and you know apps and stuff like that. So yeah, I used to be like a personal trainer, full time coach, Pilates instructor, all of the all of the things. Yeah, and And you've still got quite
0: a big passion for that hey yeah. we were just talking off air about some you know business stuff that you were thinking about getting into and podcast stuff which is very exciting yes how has all of that had an impact on your mental health like exercise and and being in that space and being in that community
1: it's I, it's both i think like there's definitely positive aspects and then also negative aspects i guess so like the positive is you know training is everyone knows great for your mental health like yeah. moving every day, whether that be lifting weights, running, whatever it is like for you, it is my therapy. Like yeah. I can feel if I haven't done it, well, I can't actually. This week has been like the biggest break that I've had probably since I was 18.
0: Wow. Yeah. Jeez, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. That's only like you're four like days off. a second.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're an everyday kind of person. We I love like that. doing something every yeah. day. Yeah. Cause it is like the movement kind of helps the chaos like in my in my brain. Yeah. It's also a space where I don't get sick of learning about it. Cool. Um, That's good. So that keeps my brain nice and busy and happy. And I like talking and teaching about it and that kind of thing. So I've definitely found it positive in all of those aspects. I did feel quite a big when I was especially when I was like coaching full time. And also I was like a little bit younger, you know, like early 20s. Yeah. Like a lot of body image pressure like being in the in the fitness industry. I think yeah. especially as like a female. You know, I, I always thought it doesn't matter how knowledgeable I am, I have to have abs for people to kind of want to work with me. Yeah, you or know, take me seriously. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. girls will see a picture and be like, I want to look like that. So I'm gonna go and work with her. Like it doesn't matter how many years I've kind of studied or done all of that thing. Like obviously that will help me to get them results, but I did feel a very big pressure like, oh if I put on, you know, that kilo a kilo or two no one's going to want to work with me. Do
0: you think that was kind of true at some point? Yeah. Like I feel like now it's probably progressed to a point where that's less of the case. But, yeah, did you feel like that was like the vibe of the industry at, at that point?
1: Yeah, definitely. That people
0: chose their trainers because of what they looked like?
1: Yeah, because that's the thing. I can go like, oh, it was a body image issue, it was internal. Well, well it was, but it was also true. Mm. Like it definitely – I think it still to a degree is Yeah. where people – you know, can, especially trainers, they'll go and like get their online certification and then go like straight online, like no kind of like face-to-face coaching. And then it's like, okay, well, they're lean. Like they've got a low body. They must know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, like that's just so silly, isn't it? It's (laughs) so silly, and it's it doesn't benefit the consumer, like the client, because they end up working with people and thinking I'll just do what they do and I'll look like them. No, yeah, and it doesn't help coaches either because I think we all in like put this big pressure on ourselves. We've got to stay lean year round. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. And it's like you're trying to do that instead of like investing in your own knowledge. So I think it's come – it's definitely progressed. Yeah. I don't think it's fixed. Though. Yeah. I yeah. and, and I, I guess, think it ever will be, to be honest. Well,
0: probably not. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, which – I mean, you hope to say yes. But yeah. I don't know. I think when there is an industry fueled by – or a lot of people place a lot of importance in, in what they look like, mm. obviously um, – I think that's the whole thing of, you know, not exercising just because you want to look good. It's because you want to feel good and you want to be strong. And, you know, it is so closely linked to mental health. Like you said, mm. you exercise a lot because it calms your mind mm. and it, it chills out that chaos that you've got going on. Mm. Like that should be the reason. It's not not about that. But I think, you know, people forget that fitness comes in all shapes and sizes. I remember being at a high school and one of our PE teachers wasn't the skinniest person in the world. Mm. And a bunch of kids were like, how are you teaching PE? Mm. It's like, she probably bloody outrun you. She was like, yeah, let's she was rate. like, it's amazing. Like, I don't know what she did, like lacrosse or something. And everyone was like, oh, where's this? I'm like, it's because you've got this narrow view, which to be fair, kids, fair enough, like they're yeah. learning. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's still, I think I remember growing up and being like, yeah, but fitness is different and sports are different and, you know, a marathon runner is going to look different to a weightlifter because mm. they have different goals and mm. it doesn't mean one is less fit than the other. It's just different. <laughs> and yeah. I think people forget that. And I, yeah, I think it's, um, it's good. How do you go with that now? Like, do you feel like that judgment has lessened as you've grown up, like on yourself?
1: Um, I, d- I think I definitely deal with it better. Yeah. I'm a lot more like internally self-assured, but I'm definitely not, I definitely still struggle with mm like body image I still tie a lot of my self-worth to it I think yeah and I can tell you right now in terms of like being lean and like health it's like when I was the leanest I've ever been I was not healthy
0: Mm. like
1: I was tired I like couldn't sleep properly because you're like in the depths of a diet like you're moody like like a mental health thing if you're not eating enough food I can tell you like shit gets dark in there. Yeah. And so it's like, but people would look at me then and it's hard because it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You get so many compliments. Yeah. Oh my yep. God, you look amazing. And I'm like, I feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then it's
0: just like fueling that thing of like, oh, but people will say nice things to me if I look a certain way. Correct. I
1: totally
0: understand that. And I think that's, I don't want to be like, I sound so old when I say this, but like our generation of growing up with Instagram though, when it was the first, yeah. like it was first around because the messages, the skinny me tea, the, mm. oh my God, influencers, that makes my skin like, calls there was me no, tea. yeah, there was no regulation. There mm. was no account that was like, let's be real. Mm. It was just the negative side mm. for a lot of people the first few years, which is, you know, we would have been teenagers then. And that's pretty scary to think about. I know it's still a problem. Mm. Absolutely. It's it's not really gone away, but yeah, it's crazy. I totally understand that because I, I think about the time when I was probably the fittest mm. running the fastest, you know, whatever else. And my mental health was so bad. Mm. And it's like, And I think that's probably because, same thing, I put a lot of emphasis on what I looked like and that was the most important thing. And, okay, but if I look like this, then I'm going to feel okay. But you don't. No. And maybe sometimes you do. Yeah. But for the most part, if that's your motivation, you're always, always, always going to be chasing something that's probably unattainable, Mm. especially if you are using Instagram or TikTok or whatever else to find the person that you want to look like. Mm. You can't look like anyone but yourself, right? Like it's that the whole idea that, you know, if I do x y and z of what this person online is doing I'm gonna look like them it just doesn't bloody happen no it's, we're all different yeah and yeah it's pretty crazy for kids and, and young women particularly growing up on the internet you know I think yeah. it's something that if you asked anyone our age you know now coming into our late 20s it is hard to shake and it's yeah. something that you you don't just get over because you grow up
1: no yeah. no, you definitely don't and it's like that's like I said earlier I think I still have like the capacity to, to say like help people with this stuff while still admitting that I struggle with it myself I yeah. al- I also I almost think that like I am in a better position to help people because I'm like I get it yeah like I know it's hard and you know like putting on weight or like focusing on like building muscle or doing all those things and something that I guess like is a motivator for me is like lead from I say it to myself in my head a lot like lead from yep. the front lead from the front and so like even when I am struggling with that It's like, no, like you can't go and help people if you're not kind of living into it. But yeah, I'm not sure it's something. I hope one day I fully shake it. Yeah, absolutely. Realize that I am more than what I look like. Yeah. But yeah, it's very difficult when you get praise for it to separate yourself from that.
0: Yeah. I think it's work, right? We constantly have to work on ourselves and... Yeah. I mean, I would like to say that it's getting better on stuff online. I'm not sure. I don't know if I'm being ignorant when I say that. I think but it's getting
1: better. There's definitely it's... more of like that movement to for like, you know, strong women, yeah. not just skinny women. Yeah. And look,
0: I think there's. it depends on who people follow, I guess. Yeah. And the best thing is that there are those accounts available now yeah. that make you feel good and yeah. don't just make you feel maybe envious or you know, sit there and compare yourself or whatever else. Going back to mental health strategies. Sorry, mm-hmm. this just popped into my head I because I saw it. one of your stories. I would have seen many of your stories <laughs> of you doing ice baths and cold showers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Can you tell me the impact that that has? Because every time I see you do it, I'm like, OK, I need to have it. I need to have a cold shower today. <laughs>
1: Loz is doing it. I need to go have one. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny. Someone asked me this the other days and like, do you actually feel a benefit? I'm like, well, if I didn't, I definitely would have stopped by now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's not the most definitely, comfortable. yeah, like <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah. There's definitely like physical benefits that I've felt, but from a mental point of view, I personally do it because I like doing something every day that I don't want to do. Okay, I like that. Yeah. so so like i like every single day i if it's like a cold shower now that we have a ice bath in the gold coast i'm very lucky although you know is that lucky (laughs) (laughs) it's not that fun like yeah (laughs) but like i'm never like yay i want to get in and every time i kind of like go to sit in your brain is trying to protect you Mm. it's like hey this is not good like let's get out let's get out i like knowing that i have the ability to like override that signal and go no 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 we're doing this so that's probably why I like doing it because it translates to other areas of my life as well. Where if I don't feel like doing something, I don't feel like I'm just at, like the whim of my feelings. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm in charge. We're doing this. It sounds yeah. like I've got multiple people in my head.
0: <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah, we Honestly, all do. you've got those voices that drag you down and yeah. you've got the voices that pump you up. And I think that's, that's very normal. Don't stress about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. I really, really love that. I think, you know, everyone talks about the mental benefits of dopamine. I did an episode on it and if you guys have listened then you'll you'll know about some of the physical and mental benefits that come with cold water therapy and things mm. like that but using it to to say i am stronger than my initial emotional uncomfortability mm. to this situation mm. i think is awesome that's really powerful
1: yeah it's that's it's really cool it's a practice as well it's like a muscle like you like i'm like training it yeah Like the first time you ever do it, it's you kind of like creating your own evidence. You're like, I've done this 400 times. I know that this will pass kind of thing. Yeah. And then it's like every day where you're having that like battle of like, do I, don't I? I'm like, just go and do it. And then that kind of like helps me to do that with like other things. Like you waste that much time freaking thinking about it. Just like do the thing. Yeah. If
0: you spent all the time thinking about it, just actually putting it into action, you'd probably save a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hate that when you get to what you're doing and you've procrastinated all day and you're like, oh my God, I could have been done two hours ago, but I didn't. (laughs) I'm a big procrastinator. So I feel that often.
1: I think we all are at times, aren't we? Yeah.
0: So, and look, you've given so much good advice already, but if you were to give your younger self a piece
1: of advice, what would it be? Yeah. When you sent this through to me, I've I've Felt like I get like emotional I don't know why but a like few people have yeah because I think there is that like I want to hug my yeah you know, 18
0: year old self whatever it is right like you feel sorry for them a little bit in some yeah. instances
1: yeah yeah I think the biggest thing is to like stop letting external validation kind of like define your self-worth yeah I think especially like in my younger 20s I was so desperate desperately trying to seek like approval or like I never felt very, this is probably where all the body image stuff comes from. I never felt very like attractive, like through high school and that kind of thing. So then I guess like I started training a little bit and then I started to get a little bit more attention. And then, you know, I would like date people just because they liked me. Right. I feel like my self-confidence and self-worth was like very, very low. And I, I just let – there was nothing driving it from, like, internal. It was all like, okay, if they like me, then I'm worth something. If they say this about me, then I'm worth something. Yeah, I would say go internal. You are more than, like, what you look like mm. and what other people think of you. And, like, that's getting better. I'm definitely a lot more sure of who I am. I'm not seeking it externally anymore. Yeah, yeah. I love that answer. I think that's
0: amazing. And honestly, I think so many people are going to be able to relate to that. I think that is something when you're growing up, most people will care about what people think, mm. right? But getting to a point where you can say and sit here now and be like, I feel like I've let go of a lot of that mm. and I am sure of myself. Like mm. that's huge because mm. some people go through their whole lives not being sure of themselves. Yeah. I think that comes down back, sorry, to that work on yourself. Yeah. for yourself work on yourself do the self-reflection do the ice bars do all those things for you mm. and focus on you and i think the younger you learn that yeah and really cement that in your brain the better off you're gonna be aren't you because yeah then you can skip all the bullshit of you know like you said dating people because <laughs> yes, you <don't> do <laughs> they just like you or yeah. and look you know making those mistakes and feeling that way and doing those things can just be a part of growing up. Oh, of course, yeah. I don't as think well. anyone gets
1: to skip it. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't hard. have to do it for as many years. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Like if you learned earlier, but it doesn't mean that you're any less or no. anything like that. It's, it's so important to make sure that you trust yourself and know yourself and stand up for yourself and, and learn how to do that earlier. Because I, to- I, again, I totally, totally resonate with that. And I think so many other people will as well thank you for sharing that and thank you for being so honest because I think it's probably easy to gloss over that answer sometimes for some people but that was yeah that was a very real response I appreciate
1: that no you're welcome and I think like I've met like younger 20s girls like uh, you know a lot of them and I'm friends with like a lot of them too and I guess like that seeing them is like a big driver for me wanting to get like back into coaching and stuff like that, because I'm, I see their struggles and I'm like, I want to help you realize how much you're worth. Cause I see them doing the same things that I was doing. You know what I mean? And you know, we're not, I'm not perfect. I would still probably do them now. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, like you, you have so much potential and maybe you just need someone to kind of make you sure of that
0: yeah bring that out of you a little bit yeah yeah oh I like that I think that's um that's important and when when you did message me and said you know like I want to come on your podcast because I feel like I want to help people and I feel like I've got things to say that will help people like you're bang on so you've, (laughs) you've done that so you can take that off your list for the day you know you've uh you've given that advice that's fantastic Final question. Mm -hmm. People's favorite one, I think. Yeah. Um, Songs or, sorry, song or songs to get you up and about again when you're feeling down, what would they be?
1: Yeah, so definitely anything Eminem. Okay, and it's funny because like I was speaking to Matt before, and he was like, "Surely you're saying Eminem to the song question?" And I was like, (laughs) "You know me so well." Oh, that's great. I think it's like it's they're like my gym songs. Yeah, I I think when I was like ten, I used to spend like road trips like memorizing the lyrics. No ten year old should be rapping an Eminem song. I had no idea what I was rapping. Yeah, but now I know like so many of the words. I don't know. I do it. I just feel like. Bit of a badass. Oh,
0: <laughs> I love it. This is so funny because I was talking to Stratus the other day yeah. and he was saying one of the first albums he ever got was one of Eminem's first albums. Yeah. And his uh stepdad bought it for him and said, This is R18, so you cannot tell anyone that I bought this for you. Like, you're not Secret supposed to hear M&M. these. Lyrics. And Stratus said the same thing. Like, I was there rapping these songs oh, yeah. and had no idea <laughs> what I was actually singing about. Yeah. Like, that's that is hilarious. I love that. Really good. Um, You know, pump up songs. I don't know who else gave me an Eminem one. I feel like it may have been Lee. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, Loz and Leah are also friends. So that's funny. I love that. I will add a couple of the best ones straight onto the playlist. That is How's Your Head Pump Up music for those of you who oh, haven't followed it already. So make sure you go and check that out. There is just a whole range of, of songs in there. I absolutely love it. Loz, thank you so much for you're coming welcome. in. Uh, I know you're only in Melbourne for what, this
1: like this week. Yeah, I leave Sunday.
0: Yeah. So you've come down. You've come to, to Richmond all the way from Belgrave, <laughs> Belgrave South, Yeah, to uh, which long way. (laughs) Bloody long way um, to come and chat with me. And I really, really bloody appreciate it. I think this has been awesome. I think a lot of people will get a lot out of what you've said today. So thank you.
1: I hope so. No, you're welcome. This was so much fun. Yay. I'm
0: glad you had fun. Bye. Bye. Hey team, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the Health Classes You Missed if you could like, follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. And of course, if you want to keep learning and stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me at the Health Classes You Missed on Instagram or THCYM and How's Your Head on TikTok. I've actually got two TikTok accounts now, so make sure you follow both of those to get all of that content. Thanks guys. See you later.